Okay, it's another question and answer session with Holly McKay in Afghanistan, and uh, uh, let's see where we go with this. Holly, you ready? I am. All right. Okay, so the first question is from uh, Wishy, uh, which is the, the name of the the the, uh, the Instagram profile. Your work is so important; it feels so tense watching. How do you relax over there on your days off? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's always hard to relax, but because I think when I'm not out interviewing, I'm at home writing, researching, preparing, getting one story done, preparing for something else. Um, so it's, there isn't a lot of relaxation time, but um, I'm fortunate that I'm at a house with, you know, a couple of, of amazing local Afghans who kind of work here and run the house and they make me uh, the very forbidden, um, Kailum is the local name, but hooker or shisha it's also referred to. So that is a little bit of a, of a relaxation point for me. But but beyond that, there really isn't, um, you know, I like to listen to music and I also work out. I have a, a room kind of workout because I can't run in the street, but there really isn't a huge amount of, of avenues. So I figure while I'm here, I'm going to work. And um, hopefully, you know, when I come home, I will take advantage of some relaxation time. Oh, very good. All right. Well, yeah, looking forward to that too. Um, so next question is from uh crown of glory beauty is the instagram profile and the question is what's your favorite thing you have learned from the beautiful Af- afghan people oh, there's so much afghanistan is is an incredible place with just incredibly as you said beautiful people i think uh, for me it really is resilience Af- Afghans have been through so much and just their ability to adapt to very extreme changes in, in a very small period of time is, is really, you know, a testament to, to them and to their ability to survive and, and to get on with life. And I think, um, you know, that's something that we can all learn from is, is that ability to accept what's handed to you and, and, and search forward. And I, I see that in, in pretty much every Afghan I meet. Okay. Well. Uh, yeah, they are pretty resilient people. Been there for thousands of years. So, um, next question. I, I hope I get this right. It's Kayla, uh, or, or Kay Lacoons. Um, hope I didn't bumble that too much. The question is, is the Taliban planning to remain in Afghanistan or expand into other neighboring nations? No, that's not what the Taliban's objective is. And the Taliban, that's sort of what makes them very different to the Daesh, ISIS, or to Al-Qaeda, or to these other terrorist groups, is that their goals are very much nationalistic. The Taliban's want to control Afghanistan. They want no foreign footprint here. They want to implement their version of Islamic law within Afghanistan. They have very little interest in, um, you know, in certainly expanding beyond their borders. They want diplomatic relations with other countries, but they don't have any desire to expand their footprint um, beyond controlling Afghanistan. All right. Okay. So next question is always a good one. Um, it's from Sid P USA. And the question is, what do you like eating? Oh, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of the butt of every joke right now. Um, I basically live on what we call must in Dari, which is, um, yogurt, basically. Afghanistan has really amazing fresh yogurt. And I pretty much eat that for breakfast, lunch, and dinner with a little bit of Afghan fresh bread. 
that they make, um, which is, is, you know, you can buy a kind of a, a big piece of, of Afghan fresh bread. It's 10 afs, um, which is basically 10 cents in, in, um, US currency. And, um, yeah, it's kind of, kind of what I live on, really. I, um, I went through a very strange thing before I moved where I suddenly couldn't, I couldn't eat meat anymore. I couldn't um, even eat eggs or chicken or anything like that, even though Afghanistan has amazing meats, amazing kebabs, but I can't do it. So I, I'm, bit, I'm a little bit limited. All right. Well, so here's the next question is, um, uh, uh, comes from G Miller 128 and is apparently a fan of yours from, uh, from, from, uh, many times because the question is do you still have that slayer shirt and do you still listen to metal in afghanistan i do have the slayer shirt it's not with me i believe that is in uh, my storage unit which my my friend dennis here is taking care of, of for me in california so it is buried there somewhere um i listen to all types of music i definitely listen to some metal when i'm in the mood for that i listen to classical i listen to local music i listen to pop i listen to country i listen to um i'm a rock girl so i usually go back to um my 90s rock and yeah, that's sort of a, it's an outlet for me, but I, yeah, I listen to whatever I want and, um, I even listen to it on my road trips and just turn it down when I get to a Taliban checkpoint. Okay. All right. Next question. 41 fat boy asks, how accepting have the general Afghans been of the government change? Is there any sense of hope that it'll work or are they just trying to make the best of the situation? I think that's a, it's, it's a question that's very much, it's a challenge to paint with a broad, broad brush. I think there are certainly many Afghans who prefer the Taliban. You know, they see the Taliban's as providing extra security or, um, you know, adhering to what they believe in ideologically or eliminating the corruption that existed under the previous government. So there are certainly people that embrace the Taliban. Um, it really depends where they live and, and their background. There are, of course, many Afghans who don't want the Taliban here, who see them as taking away a lot of the freedoms and the things that they enjoyed in the past. Um, so for them, you know, it's, it's again, goes back to that resiliency of just having to get along with life. And then you have a, another huge subset of the population that are desperate to leave. Some of those people may feel that they're under threat. Again, some of those people have had their freedoms and, and their education and their work and all the things they've worked for their entire lives being taken away. And, uh, of course, the economic situation here is really terrible. So you see a lot of people that, that want to leave for uh, economic, you know, economic migration and for the ability to be able to work and to feed their family. So um, it's very much a mixed bag. Okay. All right. So next one's going to be a combination question from two uh, uh, followers. One is Gigi Albrooks, eight. 111 and the other is from Dorcas Miller and uh, they're related questions which is why I'll give you the whole thing in in one and it goes are Christian churches allowed to meet publicly in Afghanistan is Christianity common in Afghanistan and how does the Taliban handle the Christian religion I get a lot of questions pertaining to Christianity and I, I want to make the distinction that Afghanistan is not 
uh, Iraq, in Syria, um, which are the birthplace of Christianity. So there are a lot more Christians in the Middle East. And Afghanistan, again, is not the Middle East. Afghanistan is Asia. Um, so it comes from a very different cultural background. And even, you know, under previous governments, as well as now, there really wasn't a huge amount of Christians. Certainly they exist. Um, there are no Christian churches that I've ever been aware of um, now or previously. Christians usually, um, you know, on their ID cards and things or will be known as a Muslim because to be sort of identified as a Christian would be, um, would be very dangerous. So Christians do exist, um, you know, in relatively small numbers, um, but they usually, you know, identified as, as Muslims and it's really within only that very much that close sector of their community and and usually they're they're they've converted so maybe it was by a missionary maybe it was by their own choice um but it usually isn't people that are necessarily born into christianity it's usually people that have converted which of course is you know apostasy is just such a huge sin um where their lives would really be threatened if that was known so it's very much under the radar um for their own safety but again Afghanistan is not the Middle East. Afghanistan is not Iraq. So it doesn't have the same cultural ties, so to speak, of um, dating back to, to Christianity. Okay. All right. And this will be the last question for this Q&A session. And it is from Cindy 3Z. And the question is, are there many other internationals working there? What freedom is there to enter or leave as non-residents? Uh, there are internationals, obviously nothing compared to what they used to be. Um, it's very small subsect. There isn't the NGOs or the security sector anymore. So it's really only foreign journalists. Um, most of the foreign journalists I meet are usually from Europe. Uh, I don't really meet too many people from America or, or other places. So usually uh, from Europe, you know, at our house now, we have, um, I think, you know, five other French journalists that are staying here and also somebody from Russia. And then, of course, Jake and I are Australian and I'm also American. So um, it's a little bit of a mixed bag here, but um, but it's a small subsect. And there is freedom to leave if you have a foreign passport. Um, there are flights. They're quite expensive. You have to pay with cash um, that you can go to Abu Dhabi or go to Tehran or you can go to Islamabad. Um, but they're very limited, but but they do exist. So um yeah, it is possible to get to get out of the country, you know, hopefully if the flight leaves, um, which is always precarious as well. But uh, but yes, you there are routes to leave and there are some land routes to leave. You can cross the Torkham border and go into Pakistan. If you get permissions, you do need a visa, you do need permission from the Pakistani embassy to do that. Um, you used to be able to go back and forth from Uzbekistan, but that border has been closed for several weeks. I believe that... The, they found two Dutch ISIS members that were posing as journalists trying to get into Afghanistan via Uzbekistan. So that border has been closed, and I'm not sure if and when that is going to be reopened, but that was sort of the two main routes. So generally, uh, people coming in are usually flying in from Abu Dhabi or crossing from Pakistan. Okay, well, that ends another Q&A session with Holly McKay in Kabul, Afghanistan. Thank you, Holly, and uh, stay safe. Thanks, Dennis.